Overman was killed inside the park. The baby was caught inside the park. Its podcast is inside the park. This is Mouthful of Movies, and we're talking about Jaws 3D today. Hey everybody, welcome to Mouthful of Movies. My name is Jeremy Graham. And on this podcast, we are going to talk about movies, we're going to talk about some food, and what we thought about them. So, joining me, as usual, on this first episode, is our first co-host, Brad Sugg. Brad, how's it going? It's going great. I'm a co-host. Been introduced. Thank you. No problem. And as usual, again, on this first podcast... My other co-host, Jessica Graham. Jess, how's it going? I'm just glad to be the third wheel. I mean, part of this. Thank you. No problem. (laughs) Glad you're here. You'll always be our third wheel. I know. Bromance. Yeah. All right. So, guys, we're going to get into this. So, this podcast, Mouthful O Movies, is where we're going to, as we said, we're watching a movie, we're eating some food, and we're talking about it. So... The three of us, we all listen to a number of podcasts. Uh, many of them, especially for me, are movie podcasts. And there is a lot of things that have done been done before. But, you know, we want to uh, pay homage, not fromage, that's cheese, Jess, uh, to, you know, some of these podcasts. <laughs> and, you know, so there may be some things that are familiar to those if you peruse other podcasts, which we highly suggest you do. Feel free to do it. But also listen to ours if you would like. Um, but so in that regard, we wanted to start a podcast and we were trying to think of how to make things different. So we said, you know what? We like movies. We like food. Let's see how we can marry the two together. And then Mouthful of Movies was born. So today uh, we watched Jaws 3D, um, not Jaws, the first one, the good one, which, you know, everyone would normally in most cases like. Right, Brett? It's the greatest Jaws movie I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah, we'll get into it. Brad ruined uh, our friendship earlier um, while watching the movie. We'll discuss that uh, when the time comes. But, anyways, so we're going to get into things here. Uh, so today, we actually went to uh, Jaws Jumbo Burger, the way thought was fitting while watching Jaws 3D, uh, and we had some food. So... Let's get into things here. Let's talk about food. Uh, anybody want to start things off? What do you think? So I had the cheeseburger sub. Submarine. Yeah. Um, I had the small one, uh, which was still enormous. Was it watertight? That's the question there. It was not. Okay. Um, so it's fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. According to what we saw in the movie, it's very fitting. No, it was good. They had toasted bread. The bread was toasted. It had a good cheese on it, but uh, they had a lot of onions and things on there, so it was soaked through. Overall, it was really good. It was good seasoned, large portion, uh, ground sirloin, fresh veggies. I really enjoyed it. 
Cool. Fries were good, too. They seemed to be hand-cut. All right. And their Dr. Pepper selection was exquisite. Exquisite Dr. Pepper. High-end Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Straight from a fountain. Actual pepper, not K. Oh. Yeah. Sure. Not Dr. Thunder. No. Not Dr. Pete. No. The hell is Dr. Pete? Isn't that a Coke? Or isn't that a soda? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I just got an email. I'm going to have to remember to fix that sometime soon. Yeah. And this frettle. Wow. All right. Well, we're going to keep going, though, because that's how we roll on these things. So I had the uh, triple Megalodon burger. Um, It was a lot of burger. I ate half of it because it was a lot. Uh, For me, it was pretty good. Uh, As you faithful listeners uh, will come to find out. All two of you. All two of you. Um, And my taste in food. So I am basically, if I eat it, your child is going to like it. I I think of that mentality. Mm -hmm. Typically, everything I get is plain. So if I get a burger, it's going to have some bacon, some cheese, some meat, and nothing else on a bun. So, um, yeah, so I got a triple Megalodon burger, which is three patties of beef, um, bacon and cheese on, on three buns. Figure that out. Don't know where those other buns are going, the other bun halves. But it was pretty good. Um, I felt it was decent. It wasn't my favorite burger, but I ate it. I will eat it again, probably. Mm-hmm. Definitely the other half that I have for lunch tomorrow. So, yeah. I think overall it was pretty decent. Brad? Also had a burger. I didn't realize we were trying to, uh, I should have diversified. Mine was good. I got the double frenzy. Had two E's. The the two E's spelling. The the two E's killed me. But it's trademarked, so it must be important. Got mine. It's like a feeding frenzy of sharks. (gasps) I thought frenzy was still with a Y, though. Well, it would be, but they had to make it different. It was fun. It's two E's. More E's make fun. Yeah. So I got mine. Uh, not basic. <laughs> not plain. Not plain. Had they had mayo, they had Miracle Whip, grilled onions, lettuce, ketchup, cheese, the meat, mushrooms. Very good. Everything was tasty. I tried to do it professional since I knew we were going to talk about it. I don't know. He dissected I, his burgers. I did dissect my burger. I cut it into mm-hmm. quarters. I took one point and tried each piece. Ate it. Wrote down what I thought. It was a very good burger. It was good. Uh, onions were sweet onions, which are only good grilled. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a thing. They're terrible raw. Uh, it was a good burger. It was my favorite burger. I got my favorite burger one time in New Orleans. Oy. It was glorious. Mm-mm. That'll be a story for another podcast. Another podcast. It's a teaser. Come back. Hear about the New Orleans burger. It was really good. Um, entirely different podcast, not this one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fries? I can't go with the, the burger was good. There was nothing. It's really good flavor. Uh, sirloin. You could eat the meat without putting a bunch of stuff on it, which mm-hmm. is how I measure my burgers. Mm. So it was a good burger. Fries? Crispy? Perfectly cooked, bland. Yes, mm-hmm. they were bland. I that I was not a fan of, but the yeah. crisp was. On yeah, point. they were cooked great. And if you look up Jaws Jumbo Burger, the price point 
is really good for the amount of food you get. That's oh, another yeah. thing I look at. For sure. It was a huge so, amount of food. Yeah. yeah. So. Also, I don't think we can say enough about the, um, I say the staff, but really I'm talking about the the one lady. Really, that you actually interact well, with. Well, there was, there was two ladies, and they were both equally as nice. There's, just, there's one, so, um, you know, full disclosure, Jessica and I have actually been there multiple times. Um, I feel like going to that restaurant is why we have this podcast now. You know what? We were sitting in there. We we're like, you know what we should do? We should have a podcast about Jaws Jumbo Burgers. And then Jessica was like, you know what? What if it was not just about this one restaurant? And I was like, eh, all right. I That's not a true story. <laughs> it's not Anyways, a true story. Not a true no. story. Oh. <laughs> oh, I can't trust you anymore. <laughs> not at all. But anyways. So, yeah. I mean, so every time we've gone there, the, the, the lady that for the most amount of time is working that we've seen, like she remembers us when we walk in. And it's not like we've been in there like. We've been in there three times. Every week. And this is like three times over probably a year time frame. Yeah. Um, but she remembers us, and she's super nice, super just helpful, welcoming. And, yeah, I mean, that, that's there's something to be said about that as well. Um, the restaurant itself, it, it's Jaws-themed, so there are, you know, posters um, from Jaws, movie, like, there are other, photos. Other Jaws, other shark movies as well. Deep Blue Sea, mm-hmm. yeah. Number two shark movie ever, right? Yeah? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. Maybe However, talk. for a Jaws-themed restaurant, every time we go, they're playing Narnia. One of the Narnia movies, that's right. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I just don't remember. Maybe I'm forgetting the part where the shark is in Narnia. <laughs> it's a deleted scene. It's a yeah. bonus feature. He's in the bloopers. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Um, any other comments about the, the food? No. I no, think, it was really good. Yeah. People were good. super nice. Super nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, let's jump into the deep end. Huh? And let's talk about this movie. <sighs> let's get this over with. If we're talking about this movie, it's going to be the shallow end because it was a man-made lagoon. It seemed tiny. 40 No, it wasn't 40 feet. The underwater tunnels were 40 feet, right? Yeah. And then that shark was 35 feet? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Didn't seem... So if it did a handstand... Spoilers. <laughs> Two sharks. Uh... That's true. But, but still. If that shark was mouth down... It would... On that underwater tunnel... Almost be sticking up out of the water. It should be. Well, no, it's 35 feet, and the tunnel's only 40 feet. Oh, no, I totally get that. What I'm saying is, that shark we saw either was not that long, or that tunnel was more than 40 feet down. Because there was no way that shark would fill up that area. All right, but that's, that's discussion for, you know... Later in. 30 minutes left in the movie, right? Seven minutes left in the movie. <laughs> All right, so let's let's jump into it here. So typical Jaws opening starts, uh, you know, camera. Well, no, let's talk about the trailer. So we watched the trailer. <laughs> you mean we watched a scene? Not a trailer at all. It was just a scene. A scene from the movie. From the last thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it was. It was the scene at time one oh five. Like I made you stop. I'm like, wait a minute. I've seen this trailer. <laughs> yeah. Let's see where this enters in. Yeah, it was pretty late. So it, and 
something missing that I feel like most good trailers have voiceover. Uh, literally anything. Did you pay well, attention to missing that? from this It's like they trailer. added that trailer in because at the end of it, when they had the trailer scroll, yeah. it was like copyright 2012. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's okay. So, maybe so we, we didn't see an actual trailer. They were just or like, they didn't even have a trailer. They're we like, can't find it. Just throw up a scene of the movie on there. Or it was, it's Jaws 3D. It's 1983. We've got this. Just just, just put it out. Yeah. We don't, yeah. We don't need this. Okay. It's so glorious. The, 1983, yeah. So that was a good year. I was born that year. It was the year of the threes. Year of the threes. We'll get to that in a bit. We'll okay. get to that in a bit. Calm, your, calm yourself there. Okay. Slow your knowledge. Yeah. Uh, Jessica's school session will be in later. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah, so 1983. Do you guys think that this movie, uh, you know, dated itself? Would it hold up now? Oh, God. It, you know um, what's funny? I think it does just for the fact that the fashion has rolled back around. There was almost... It was all self-contained. So, there's still Jeeps. There's still mm-hmm. some... Pool on a lake on a stand-up jet ski putting around. I have Those... never... I don't know that I've ever in my life seen, in real life, a stand-up jet ski. I've seen them. Those shorts, they're back. Ugh. All that stuff. <sighs> Except for the kid in the uh, knitted turtleneck. <laughs> the fluffy turtleneck. The t- fluffy turtleneck. Fuzzy turtleneck. Yeah, I don't think that one's coming back. I don't know. The one that got me was the waitress in the, the restaurant bar. With the like rolled up headband looking thing around. Well, I mean, even when she oh, that's came, a totally uh, Olivia Newton John. Yeah, but when she bad. came to the park and like oh through the address bag. the yeah, she was like full Peg Bundy right then. Yeah. Oh, that was not Peg Bundy. Peg Bundy had the big hair. She was more. Yeah. The, no, uh, I'm talking about like outfit wise. Oh. Like the kitten heels and the tight pants and right. plus also the whole like make out beeper session conversation when they're like I'll have my beeper call your beeper and blah 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 like Fed dates it right there who has beepers? I yeah. told you know there were beepers in 1983. I mean, I didn't either. But you know, so one of the things that we want to do on this zero, so that's why. <laughs> one of the things we want to do on this podcast is if we're talking about movies that are you know from 1983 or some other year prior to. Like 2005, you know, we want to talk about would this movie benefit from a smartphone? Would it make a difference? Would it play an integral part? Um, I don't know that it would. I think I don't think it would in this movie. No, I think people probably would have lost lost their phones with you know as willy nilly they were as jumping to jumping in the water. Yeah, Dennis Quaid would have ruined three of them. Yeah. Old Dennis Quaid. Young Dennis Quaid. Young Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's not really going to... Obviously, the awareness that there's something happening is widespread throughout the park. The control people know that there's someone stuck in the tunnel. Like, Do they not... They have walkie-talkies, right? I mean, walkie-talkies were around in 1983. There are so many scenes in this movie where they're running to tell somebody about something or they're calling them on a phone like so Bouchard Lou Gossett Jr. or the loudspeaker or or the loudspeaker but it seemed like you know when they realize oh crap we're in a situation here you get on the horn with your park employees and say hey let's start rounding people up 
not somebody having to run frantically through the park, almost running over babies and strollers and what whatnot. was that at the end of the movie? <laughs> We're talking about the end of the movie here when everything's going to hell. Dennis Quaid jumps in a golf cart and it's steals the popcorn golf cart. Steals the popcorn golf cart. Spills the popcorn. I really expect to hear some Benny Hill music jump out. Rolls the golf cart. How do you roll a golf cart? Into a baby show. Ask Jeremy how you roll a golf cart. Different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how many side podcasts we can do for our first one. Uh, so we got golf cart talk. <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, New Orleans talk. New Orleans talk. Yeah. So be on the lookout for those. All two of you. <laughs> <laughs> Who are so the I- two you're thinking of right now? It's our parents. Okay, good, because my mom has no idea how to do podcasts. She's not going to be listening. What's a podcast? I don't know why I just did that voice. Anyways. Brad! Um, Brad! Hey, how do you make this work, Brad? I can't see anything. I love your mom. Don't tell her I said this. <laughs> All right, so let, let's, get back, let's get back to the movie here. All right, so we're talking, as we said, not one shark. There are two sharks. Mm-hmm. <coughs> FYI, I'm not cutting that out. Flying. <laughs> so, for those of you who can't who can't see us, all two of you, uh, Brad just had a cough, and there's contaminant on our floor now. I was trying to be professional, and nope, <laughs> we're not professional around here. So. While Jessica's losing it. So we're we're talking two sharks here. So the beginning of the movie we (laughs) We're introduced to all our our cast of characters and how they play into the movie. Can we talk about the most important and first cast of character was that really bad CGI fish who got bit but kept moving his mouth? Yes. So one thing to note in this movie is this movie was released in three D. Bad 3D. Really horrible 1980s 3D. Uh, at a time when, as we'll discuss here in a bit, there were a lot of threes that came out this year in 1983. And all of them seemingly were like, hey, you know what would be a great idea? 3D. And this really like put the nail in the coffin, I feel like, because it's just really bad. You know what kills me about this? So they made this 3D. In the 80s, by then, the Betamax has already come and gone. VCRs are starting to pop up, if I'm correct. Sure. So there's starting to be a market, like a secondary market. And, but they had no, this wouldn't transfer. Wow. You don't remember the... Little cardboard glasses, one red lens, one blue lens. Yeah, but you couldn't really run them through the television. That was the thing. This wasn't that style 3D. Yeah. Was I, it? I have no idea. I'm okay. <laughs> I figure you knew. I mean, this is your jam, so. I watch movies. That's wouldn't about. transfer to this. This is more like see it now with the clear glasses 3D, where it just transposes multiple images. So yeah. this, this I think they this, were more in the mindset of in the theater opening weekend, it's three D. It's a big deal. Come to the theater rather than how yeah. is this gonna 
play over at home. Because they weren't there yet. Because they were still... I'm guessing they were probably in the time where they were still fighting the secondary market. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Okay. This is back when it still took like two years for a movie to come out on VHS. Or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. see this holding up in 1984 either. This was... No, not at all. Not at all. Not going to work in 83. It's definitely not going to work in 84. <laughs> Or 85, for that matter. I'm talking when he gets to television. Like, you <laughs> can pick it up in a... Whatever the rental chains were back then. Yeah. I only had video showtime. So, so. one of the, one of the things that I, I really liked... Um, we're, we're still at the opening of this movie, just to so say you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is disturbing. But, anyways. Uh, one of the credits that I noticed that I, re- I really liked... Um, the credit said, Suggested... By the novel Jaws by Peter Benchley. I'm glad that the book suggested to them the, that they should make this the movie. The book was like, you know what would be great? What if we made another movie? Listen, hear me out. Set in SeaWorld. Everybody loves SeaWorld. Why in the why in the world did SeaWorld say, you know what would be cool? Yeah, let's do this. About, you know, this incident happening at our park. What? seems like bad, 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 bad choices. They knew that the shark was going to, you know, something would happen to the shark. So people would be like, okay, it's cool. We can go see World now. It's safe. Let's no, go check out no the dolphins. Not enough, whale. not enough time by by the orca, the killer whale. For me, like, I, I loved SeaWorld when I was a kid. For I don't, I don't know why. I remember going there when I was really little and just being fascinated by the killer whale. And that's what I always associate with SeaWorld is, you know, Shamu. Mm-hmm. But we saw we saw an orca once, right? Yeah. 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 Anyways, so, yeah, suggested by the novel, which was always, always a good thing. Not based on, not written by, wouldn't be written by a novel, but be eventually is what I mean. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so lots of uh, lots of fake suspense at the beginning of the movie as well. I felt like yeah, like a whole lot of like oh let's build these let's build this tension, and then nothing. This is scared. Something's gonna happen. And but then nothing would happen. They do that a lot through the movie. They cut that music where you're like oh oh never mind. Yeah, you just build up and then which I think is a testament to this movie. Like a lot of build up and then hmm. yeah. Hmm. So you do, you see a fin. Nothing yeah. happens. You just, here's a fin. Yep. And the shark is following them, so it goes through the gate. And right. it jams the gate. Like, it knocks the gate off of its path or whatever. Track. Yep. Track, yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. All right, I want to say two things real quick. Now, there is not enough water spectacle in movies. Like, pyramids of people... Not enough. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Bouchard, Lou Gossett Jr., he makes the comment as this pyramid of water skiers is going by, my pride and joy. The pride and joy of SeaWorld is some water skiers? What? That takes a lot of skill. I'm, I'm not discrediting serious. water skiers. More power to you. So... Now, I know you watched me because I made a, like a visual deal when we were watching this movie. Mm-hmm. So, 
just to really rehash the beginning of the plot because this is when I was really focused. I told myself I, I was going to pay attention and take notes. They start the pyramids. Mm-hmm. There's 11 people dun, 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 skiing on one boat. Very cool. And then hop on backs. So it goes from 11 to 6. Then it goes from that to a pyramid. So at some point the pyramid falls because someone's goofing off. And then they climb on the back and they do it again. I'm sitting here counting. 542, 542. Sitting here on my fingers. I'm like, they're just randomly adding people. This completely doesn't work. This is not correct. <laughs> I got so hung up on that. I and thought then I was, when, when I, they came through the actual gate, there was only 10 of them. Yeah, that was the thing. When they dropped off, like somebody died on that lake doing that pyramid. And they just didn't even care. Because they couldn't piggyback on them. They left them. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. So, it's at this time we're introduced uh, to Mike, who is our carryover. Mike and Sean are our carryover characters for the franchise. Mike and Sean are uh, the Brodies. So, Chief Brody from the original movie, from Jaws 2. His, his sons are now somewhat older. I'm not sure how old they're supposed to be. The younger brother is talking about college. So, he's college age. It would seem, although he looked like he was late 20s, almost 30. That's like some Sean Penn and Footloose being in high school type casting right there. Sean Penn totally was not in Footloose. What's the other Penn then? (laughs) 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 Now, his brother, yes. Chris, I don't, I don't know. Don Pin. We're just gonna start naming out things. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his brother, but yes, there was a pin in Footloose. If only we had some way of looking that up, smartphones. Um, but yeah, so Mike Brody, played by Dennis Quaid in this movie. Um, nothing about Mike nor Sean screams, "I'm from New England." Mm-mm. And so they are from Amity Island, which is Martha's Vineyard in real life. But nothing in that movie. Chris Penn. Chris Penn. I think that's what I said, right? I think I said Chris. I don't well, know. Well, there's some way for us to go back and listen to make sure. I hope this gets fixed later and this whole episode can be put behind us. I told you, we're not editing anything. Oh, <laughs> Doing please, it live. Please continue. Yeah. So, nothing about these guys reads, screams, gives any indication that they are from New England. Did they actually say? Did they give a last name to tie them to it, or was that just this one throwaway line that they were there? No. That so that that is supposed to be Mike Brody and Sean Brody. Uh, they at one point somebody says Brody. Yeah, they referred to Mike as Brody a few times. Yeah, and also he talks about that, oh, yeah, my brother doesn't like to get in the water because there was an incident. An, an incident, which, again, there was Jaws 1, incident number 1, Jaws 2, which they were both involved in, mm. yet there was an incident when we were kids, and... Me, my brother, my dad, we know white sharks. Maybe he's not talking about that specific incident. So there was another off-camera incident Mm -hmm. with the unluckiest family in the world in 
great white shark encounters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John McLean of sharks. Seems highly <laughs> unlikely. Yeah, but so none of them, like, nothing screams New England about them. Um, but also, so at this point when we're introduced to Mike, uh, we get to see his amazing stand-up jet ski skills as he rides across this lagoon to another dock and just, like, in one motion, pulls up to the dock, gets off, and, like, it's like, hey, what's up? I'm here. Like, I would have fallen in the water eight times coming up to the dock and then, like, fell off the jet ski into the water trying to get up onto the dock. Mm-hmm. Like, it would would not have happened. Had a really bad canoe trip one time. That's and a golf cart. That's a different podcast. <laughs> what about a golf cart? Is that another podcast? <laughs> well, we already talked about that. Golf okay. cart talk. This other one's canoe talk. I think I need to take notes on all the podcasts we side starting. <laughs> Probably. It'll be all right. Running joke throughout all our podcasts. It's a bit. Ha ha ha. Anyway, so, yeah, we're introduced to all our characters. We're introduced to SeaWorld, which is a character in this movie and apparently is celebrating Pride Month. Right? Do you guys get that? Like That's The colorful... All, all over the place. All yeah. the flags, all over the place, yeah. I think in the 80s, they were just rainbow flags. They, they... Oh, they were just rainbow flags? Mm-hmm. They're colorful. Well, I like to think that they were celebrating Pride Month, which was also why Fitzroyce and his clearly gay partner were visiting the park. He, he did love that man. Yes, they they shared a, a special romance. Bromance, for sure. Some sort of mance. Yeah, so uh, so at that time we're also introduced to Sean, who's coming to visit his brother. Sean, who we find out is going to college in Colorado, and what which automatically turned him into a cowboy. Automatically, I mean, cowboy hat, boots, and all, and accent. Mm-hmm. Like, no more, you know, going to the car. Oh man, man. <laughs> so funny. We're talking about not being from the New England. The actor that played his brother is from Pennsylvania. Sean? Sean is from Pennsylvania, but completely became a, a cowboy for this. Yeah. Wow, yeah. It makes it even worse. That somebody was an actor and became something else for a movie? No. The that character. he wasn't like, you know what, I don't think I would have lost my accent just yet, guys. Yeah. Yeah, trauma. Definitely, definitely would not have. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, this movie, honestly, like, it drags. Like, it's it's an hour and 30, somewhere around there, so 90-something minutes. But holy moly, it felt like so much longer. Yeah. Um, yeah, so getting into to things, so, you know, the brothers are back together and they're going out to, you know, reconnect or whatever. So they go to go to a restaurant and we're introduced to the wonderful game of standoff. Okay, I literally wrote down what is this game? So did I. You don't you guys never played standoff? Obviously not. Like in the eighties, the highly acclaimed popular game of standoff? Okay, I was born in eighty five, so I mean, you should have no. should have been like I wasn't in, in like the, straight out of the womb standoffing with my mom over here. No, it should have been like you and the other babies in the, the hospital. Where is SeaWorld? I had that question. Florida. Yeah, Florida. Maybe it was a Florida thing. 
So, because no, I've Maybe. also never played standoff. And the only time I hear about standoff, they generally involve build buildings. Well, guys, if you were born or alive in the '80s, you were in Orlando, Florida. Tell us, or just in general, played this game, standoff, which <laughs> seems really silly. Like we're just gonna stand did. here, and I'm gonna randomly push you. I mean, I'm assuming like you can't move your feet, like you're supposed to. Oh, guys, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh man, Brad and Jessica are playing standoff. This is intense. One of them might fall. I don't know. Your flies aren't done. Shove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So. It, yeah, she doesn't even have a fly. She's wearing a dress. I am. Anyway, yeah. So this game seems moronic, and but there's a crowd of people circled around these folks playing. Watching them, cheering them on. And Mr. Colorado was a champion of this. Excuse me. This is my game. I, I ruled this on the East Coast. I ruled it in the Colorado Territory. I don't remember what he called it. Colorado Coast. <laughs> Colorado Coast. I'm getting so, in this. All right. Also, if you were alive in the 80s, lived in Colorado. Did they have a coast? And played standoff. <laughs> uh, how did it go? Was it different in Colorado? Do they play by different rules? Like, oh, we we have street rules in Colorado. Also, Maybe. any parents of our listeners that might have pictures of you playing yeah. standoff. All right, let's get off of this stupid game. I mean, I I wanna I wanna play this game. No. But anyways, uh, we should bring it back. Anyways, um, yeah. So there's there's a lot going on. Or not really a lot going. There's, there's very little going on. So they're over here drinking. Then uh, we're introduced to the clumsiest trespassers. I've ever seen in my life who are breaking into the obviously well-guarded enforced sea world the worst like gates it was a picket fence it's like a three foot picket fence first off okay so they were going to steal this prize coral right coral which you didn't know which we did not know you had no idea until they met this is where the good coral is I'm gonna dive here what are they using? Is this for like fish tank resale? What they are said they that doing a guy in Miami for? will pay us top dollar. So is it like black market coral and SeaWorld keeps it there? Why do they have the best coral? In this man-made lagoon. Yeah. They had to get it from somewhere. They probably afforded it from a guy from Miami that's going to buy it back. <laughs> and then resell it to them. Is this from? That would be we, one heck of a scam. Like I'm gonna steal your, I'm gonna steal your coral. I know I'm gonna sell it to you. Hold on. Yeah. No, you're right. Sorry. You're yes. completely right. You're gonna sell it to me. I'm gonna get it stolen from me. I'm gonna need more. And you're gonna be like, oh, I got, I just got a new shipment in. Yeah. All right. That's that's horrible. You uh, we did miss some key plot points. Oh, okay. I will say about this movie, they they really hammer when they want something to drive the plot forward. Okay. Like what a shark. Miss? Shark busted the gate. Yes. Yep. So then they sent down Muscle Guy. Mr. Overtime. <laughs> Overtime. To fix the gate. Then yeah. he gets First off, how's he breathing? He's he's he has no rebreather. He was holding his breath. Yeah, he was holding his breath. Trying to chain a gate. No. not. I mean, he, yes, he was trying to chain a gate, but he was trying to undo the lock for the gate. Which he should have done before he even jumped in the water. Should have been done already. But he's going to jump in, be, I don't know, like 10 feet down. Yeah. Right? 
and then he's going, oh, let me unscrew this thing so I can put this chain together. No, bro, you should have had that done already. I mean, clearly just a meathead. Not thinking about what he's doing. Then the shark got it. Mm-hmm. This shark. So that was... First off, we had terrifying moments where fish were really close to him. Yes. Little tiny fish. So this is 30... I wrote this down 32 minutes into the movie. And we still haven't actually seen the shark yet. At this point, we see a mouth. And that was it. Like we, I think we've seen a fin before that prior. Mm-hmm. But that was about it. Like, this is a movie about a shark. Show me a shark. It's like they were trying to pull some of those 80s, Ugh. 70s, 80s slasher yes. build up. That, no, no. Yeah. So we get to the bar. Yep. Meet Leah Thompson, her first role. Leah and then Thompson, the, yeah. uh, the skinny dipping scene? I was going to say the barmaid. Would you call her barmaid? The waitress? Waitress, yeah. That was... Oh, one. that's Meathead's oh. girlfriend. Meathead's yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, that's me- why I thought about it. Yeah. Oberman's girlfriend. She had, a, she had some classic lines. Uh, yeah, it's just com- like clearly just constantly complaining. Like, so, I mean, they really, you know, you talked about hammering in a point. Like, they really made a point of like, oh, this guy is clearly just. He's cheating on me again. Yeah. Tell him not to come home. Oh, okay. You guys have issues. We get it. And now he's over by himself for whatever reason, jumping into this lagoon to cage or to chain this cage door shut. Foreshadowing, obviously. So, yeah, he gets eaten. We don't want to see what happens to him, for sure, but it's pretty clear you got it. I mean, his arm was just, like, floating there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. 3D arm. Mm-hmm. Bone. Terrible. I mean, I thought it looked great. Mm-hmm. I was wearing my 3D glasses at the time, so yeah, no. I thought it looked fantastic. No. For those listening, he was not wearing 3D glasses? Looked 3D to me. No. Okay. It was bad. But yeah, so uh, we're also introduced to this um, around this time the subplot of Mike Dennis Quaid. He he got a job offer. Going Venezuela. Going to Venezuela, and they're torn. Uh, is him and his lady. His lady. Then what's her name? I have no idea. Me either. Doctor. Doctor something. Doctor lady. Doctor lady. Doctor. 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 Sandy? No. Cindy and Sandy are the dolphins. <laughs> Why are they more memorable than this lady? Goodness. So going Bad back to writing? how going back to how old they are, like she Maybe it's just like I I, I watch movies from like the eighties seventies and eighties and I'm like, these people are Old, but then no, it's like they, just, oh, no. um, they didn't quite have the moisturizer like we have now. <laughs> is that what it is? It's Nor crazy. Did they use like Botox as much? So, like, legitimately, Doctor Kathleen Morgan. Okay. Dr. I don't Dr. think they said that at all during the movie. I'm pretty good. Yeah. She went by K, so it's K. Oh. Huh. Well, so the subplot K. of Will K, Doctor K, she didn't go to four years of fish school. Medical school to be called K. Fish medical. Uh, will she go with him or will they just be apart for a year and a half? Because she's got a job waiting for her after her contract is up at some institute. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what it was either. I forgot to write it down. Did we Fish watch a movie? <laughs> Fish to two. We literally just watched this movie. This is how 
This is how non-memorable. So thin these subplots were. Yeah. There were three subplots. There was, will she go with him? Will she go with him talk? Will little brother and Leah Thompson get together? How's that going to go? Yeah. And then there was also the subplot of, where's this guy gone? Why can't I find my uh, cheating boyfriend? Because she comes back looking for him again. <laughs> she she comes back or she comes back and throws a duffel bag at at Mike. That was a great scene. I want to talk about that scene. Yeah, we'll get there. That emotional range in that scene. Okay, before we get there, two things. One, when they all split up after the bar scene. Okay. The settings are very inconsistent. Like, oh yeah. Mike and K. Doctor Fish. What okay? <laughs> no, it's it Dr. Fish from like now on. It looked like it was—I don't know if the sun was setting or the sun was coming up—but it looked like it oh, was. Oh, when they were on their walk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They and left the bar at dark. It then was dark. Then they magically yes. got dusk on the beach. Yes, and then it showed <laughs> little brother and Leah Thompson, and it was like dark outside. It was dark and clear. And they're in the lagoon near where these. Thieve guys are because you can hear them in the background. Clumsy trespassers. Clumsy trespassers. You can hear them in the background, splish splashing around, having a fun time. Yep. When you see the scenes of the trespassers, and it's like super foggy there. Where's all this fog? I still think I stand by. They were as we're shown later in the movie. There's a portion of those tunnels that is a haunted house. That's where they were in the lagoon. They were Hence, in creepy fog lagoon. machines. Okay, maybe that's right. That I'm standing by that. Okay, they were in. I'll take it. Either way, they were not all in the same timeline. Like somewhere, they, somebody fell into a black hole. They were clearly in different. Yeah, or different dust places. Hole. Dust hole. Dust hole. Dust talk. Okay. <laughs> so after that, then we see the clumsy trespassers. The one guy just like randomly narcolepsy falls over into the water after he gets in his scuba gear and he's going down to get the coral. Coral! Um, $200 coral. $200 coral. I mean, how big of a piece are we talking here? Like... That boat doesn't look like it's yeah, that boat. It barely held them. Yeah. It was not well inflated. So then, I don't know if this guy has like a, like a line attached to the diver to help the guy, him up. There was a line. The guy yeah. that was in the boat as bad as it sounds, he ended up going fishing with his buddy. He did. <laughs> the and buddy was the bait. In. Um, true. And so then he got pulled in. So now they're both gone. Boat's just sitting there. Here's my question: Did the shark try to hide the evidence? Yes. When yeah. He oh yeah. Smart shark. The boat. Yeah. That, yeah, that shark was like, nah. Pam. Evidence gone. Perfect crime. At no point ever again are these guys brought up, nor their bodies are found. The boat is not found. Like, why were they even part of this? Did they just need an extra kill? Don't steal from SeaWorld, people. That's what happens to you. Killer sharks. SeaWorld. That's what... SeaWorld covered it up. (sighs) You steal our coral. We steal your life. And your boat. And your boat. I have a question. Okay. So as we said, I'm going to jump way ahead here. Okay. Because of random, as I said, just having to drive the plot. So near the end of the movie, we'll get to the plot point. They're focusing on a cage, and they have a camera two feet from this cage. Like somebody's the like the cameras in this. Okay. So SeaWorld's cameras, they apparently in 1983, 
they have GoPros just like on everything mm-hmm. apparently because these can't like it's supposed to be closed circuit TV clearly they're like oh we're looking at our security cameras but yeah no it would legit be like this camera is so zoomed in on this one little piece that so how many cameras do they have and was someone watching those guys oh was a Bouchard was a yeah was a Bouchard <laughs> oh, oh no Maybe you don't at the beginning his pride and joy wasn't the skiers it was the shark <laughs> He's his, uh, not coming. Conspiracy. Or his poaching, or his poacher killing coral. Yes. <laughs> the coral is alive. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. No, but that's a good point. Like, and I mean, this was. I'm pretty sure the the shot you're speaking of is the, it shows when it the, on the camera. The latch is like yeah. being stupidly broken by this shark. Just and it wasn't even latching the barricade. Like they, yeah, they did, but there was like a little latch thing that it kept pushing on. If this thing was in a castle, there would have been a tree felled and a battering ram made to get through this. Oh, for sure. But no, shark back fin, back that ass up. Slowly swooshing, by the way. It was not swooshing very fast. So while we're on that subject, so we're we're. We're fast-forwarding a little bit to the t- towards the end of the movie, but... You're not going to miss anything. So many times that the shark is shown, or it may not even be so many, but like so many significant shots of the shark, where it is not swimming. It's moving, but there is not a fin moving. Uh-uh. <laughs> there is nothing on and, this shark. And I just want to point out, from a scientific standpoint, they have to move their tails to swim. And they have to keep swimming to, like, they have yeah, to keep moving. Yeah, they have to have constant water moving th- over the gills. Yep. For them to be able to live. Also, skipping around, sharks can't swim backwards. They're one of the only creatures in the ocean that can't swim backwards. And this shark, this mama shark, swam backwards right out of that filter tunnel tube, whatever you want to call it. There were times that, the, so they chose to obey logic and science and then there's times that they didn't so like the baby when they catch the baby which is not a baby is, we'll talk about that in a minute is not a baby for sure but they catch it and they put it in a tank and they're the they're guiding tank ever they're guiding this great white shark stupidly dangerous creature according to this movie according to this movie they're guiding it around by hand in this tank and then they put a tube in its mouth. Oh, we need to Please pump water. use your hand to put this tube in the shark's mouth. We need to get water pumping through its gills. So they obey logic and science there for how sharks work. But then later, like, no, nope, all bets are off. We can just do anything we want. I, shark can stay still. Shark can swim backwards. Shark can growl. Shark knows exact well points and structure integrity. To know where to ram. See, and that gets another thing here. All right, so this family, Mike and Sean, the Brodies, we have, stepping back from this movie, we have four movies in this movie, in this franchise universe. Sharkiverse. In this Sharkiverse. Where they are just plagued with great white sharks. Just this family. In one and two... Chief Brody, their dad, 
ends up fighting two great white sharks. Sons are a little bit older now. They're in Orlando, Florida. Away from their home on Amity Island in New England. Lo and behold, guess what? Great White Shark. Now, the fourth movie, which is so much worse than this one. So much. Brad, I'm looking at you. So it might be the second greatest Jaws movie I'll ever see. I would suggest watching it once, but then quickly forget that you watched it and never speak of it again. So, fourth movie, uh, Mike... No, Sean... Which one? I don't remember. I'm losing. I don't remember. One of the brothers is killed at the very beginning of the movie by a great white shark on Amity Island. Mom, the same mom from one and two, grieving, says, you know what? I need to go with my other son to their home in Jamaica. Let's go there. Get a little relaxation in. Here's the good thing. It is a Christmas movie. It takes place around Christmas. So if you ever wanted to watch a non-traditional Christmas movie, Jaws 4. There you go. Also, it has Michael Caine in it. He wanted another bathroom or something. I don't know what, like... I don't know why he would have taken this movie. Maybe another house. I don't know how much he Maybe he wanted to do vacation in Jamaica. Maybe. But anyway... That's his, like... What's the setting for this movie? Jamaica? Okay, cool. I'll take it. Thank you. (laughs) I'm almost positive it has been documented like in an interview somewhere that he did this just because he wanted to like either get another house or an addition to, you know, something like that where there's roles that some actors take that's clearly like, yeah, I just wanted to get X amount of money to do this. So I made this movie. I bet he's still active. How well of it? Oh, he's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's Michael Caine. You can't go wrong with Michael Caine. But, yeah, so then... Oh, what's that in Jamaica? Great White Shark has tracked down the mother from Amity Island down to Jamaica and is attacking them. And she has, like, some sort of connection with it in that movie. Yeah, she has some sort of connection. She, um... That shark... So this one let out some little growls. That, that shark, shark straight like, up, like, yeah. like, comes out of the water, like, growling. It's ridiculous. Anyways, Jaws 3 is the movie we watched today. So let's talk at the beginning of the movie. Good news, people. We won't be doing a Jaws 4 no. podcast. Okay, so at this Jaws point, talk. I started noticing a lot of product placement in the movie. In one scene, there was a box of Wheaties, a box from Dunkin' Donuts just sitting on the, ca- like, the, the bookcase. yeah. yeah. Tropicana. Okay. There was also three Coke cans placed strategically in one scene so that the word Coke was facing the camera. Yep. And at another point, a camera was, like, from the uh, interviewers, was right directly in the camera view, and it had RCA enormously oh. written yeah. on the back of yeah. it. So there's a lot of product placement in this movie as well. But Let's not forget fair. the biggest piece of product placement. SeaWorld. SeaWorld. They ate. Eggs and sausage for breakfast. That's why the Wheaties were out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was bacon. but It was bacon. But, but who puts a box of donuts on the bookcase in the background? Dunkin' Donuts does. That's who does that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Anyway, yeah. where were we at? So, 
They're in the water. I feel like there was this whole love triangle thing going on between Mike, his girlfriend, and the dolphins. Who's she going to choose kind of thing. And uh, he makes a comment at one point that he was lonely. Yeah. When when, when they're trying to, like, um, rehabilitate the the baby shark. Yeah. He's like, I'm lonely. Which, which is a really weird thing. Like, Well, they, I think he's just saying she's been spending so much time trying to keep this yeah, but shark alive. It just felt weird that, like... One, it didn't feel like that long had passed. But then also, I felt like they had this weird dynamic that, like, it didn't seem... So, they clearly lived together. It showed them at home. Mm Mm-hmm. But then, like, every time they were at the park, it was like, oh, I haven't seen you. And so, like, I don't know. They, maybe, like... Well, there is no clear time frame, period, on this movie. I think it happened in... A week. Span. I, I don't even know that it's forty eight hours that tops. Long. Yeah, maybe thirty six. I mean, legit. Like, I feel like Sean arrived in the afternoon on day one. They went to the bar that night. The next day, they caught the shark. Then they realized, oh crap, there's another shark. And then it was either that night or the following night. Yeah. Okay, I can follow that. So maybe. No more than five days. days. No more than five. I, probably three and a half. Uh, yeah. I I think that's pushing it, but I, I agree. Yeah. But it just, yeah, so the, it just seemed so, like, there was just so much, like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. Like, yeah. I miss you. I'm lonely. I better crawl in this tank with one of my biggest fears to <laughs> yeah. stick my hand in its mouth so I can see you for five minutes. And I guess, like, that was their way of, like, that's how much he loves her. Like, I'll get in this tank that... I... Even though they make the comment, like, they're not having a serious conversation about anything. He keeps bringing up they're going to have to have a talk about... Venezuela. In the future, yeah. Yeah. Like, I know we will. TikTok, come on here. <laughs> yeah. How much time does he have accept this offer? <laughs> I mean, it kind of seemed like he already accepted, like, they're... I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, none of this... This movie doesn't make sense. Okay, so... Lots of smoking in this movie. There was a lot of smoking in this movie. Which I don't think you would see nowadays whatsoever. Absolutely not. Um, so dolphins were acting weird. They were trying to warn them that something was going on. But Off- they never brought that up at all. Like- no. Well, she kept saying, like, they've, they've been acting weird for two days. She did say that. They've been acting weird for two That's days. True. yep. Okay, so we Jessica know where Jessica just got least- really excited. Sorry. <laughs> you couldn't see it, but she jumped up out of her chair. Did the two days dance. The um, I do remember that. So we know we've been like baby shark, mama shark, been there at least. And so was, and that was halfway okay. through. Okay. So probably. Yeah. Okay. So that brings up another thing. So baby shark, do do do. I've been wanting to do that. <laughs> um. So okay. So yeah, they they were both in the park. They were mm-hmm. both in the lagoon. She she does. So the quote that you did at the beginning. Overman was killed inside the park. The baby was caught inside the park. Its mom is inside the park. Did they it's, both go in at the same time? It seemed like a, a, a far stretch just to be like, they're both in here. Obviously, we know that they both were. But, I well, mean, no, logically, they... that, that's something that actually made sense. So they, Did it? The baby died. Ten-foot shark. Which, throwing this out there, oh, if you want con, like continuity that makes sense that doesn't jump around, this is not going to be the podcast for you. Prepare to be infuriated by jumping back and forth. That's all I do. Back to the beginning of the movie, opening credits. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. 
Just like I turned it on. Um, <laughs> okay, so baby shark comes in. This comes in. Do, do, do. Ten foot shark. Okay, so shark dies. You know they're trying to nurse it. Yep. You know she's all snippy with oh. the photographer. Yeah. Finish your thing, and then we got to talk about that. Okay. So then, naturally, what had to happen? The only way they would ever find this dude that's been floating now for two days at this point mm-hmm. is Supposedly. some some teeny boppers, as my father would call them, <laughs> walking around the little underwater thing, and uh-huh. boom, giant corpse just floats up in front of them, and then someone shoves her into the corpse just for. There's random bits of comedy. I mean, but I'm what? Quoting. Okay, so so getting to that, they're standing. There's they're at this viewport in this underwater tunnel, and here comes this head with this eye like bulging out. Everybody's screaming, "Oh my god!" And they're wanting to run. Who is pushing this girl into the glass? Don't like, you know the law of the land? You don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than the slowest person. <laughs> Yeah, but that was not the popular friend. Obviously not. That was the Take one. Take Cindy. Yeah. So so they bring the body in, and then they look at the body, and you can see in there. The, uh, if you remember back when they showed the arm, there was that piece of bone, the perfect puzzle piece of the other. Yeah, and then they had all the skin ripped yep. off or something. So that's sure, how yes. they measured those. Muscles. That was the only thing that followed logic. If you remember looking at the body, the the teeth My, mark were. That was the other thing. <laughs> okay, so also Jaws one. Okay, fin- yeah, finish that. We, we need to. Go when back. does she become an expert at sh- like she said the shark, shark attack? That should have yes. been. If it was a shark attack, I've seen it. Yes. Yeah, that so, should have been like Brody's line or something. Okay, that here's, been his. here's something else. So, Nine. getting into shark facts here, I am not a shark expert. I love ocean creatures, so I know a lot of random facts. Lover, here. not an expert. Yes. Or a fighter. Baby sharks, when they are born, are generally three to four feet long. Okay, so if this shark is ten feet long, it's at least six to eight years old, right? The sharks grow because how they much? grow at nine point eight inches on average a year. So that would put it at somewhere around ten ten feet, six yeah. to eight years. Also, mother sharks do not give a crap about their babies. <laughs> they have the babies. The babies scatter. If you don't scatter fast enough, you might get eaten. Like, that is documented. So, if these Maybe people are shark, shark experts, if these people are shark experts, why don't they know these things? Maybe the big shark was chasing the little shark because it was trying to eat it, and it's not a mama shark at all. Also, mother sharks aren't sexually developed enough to have offspring until they're 33 years old. So, I'm so the shark, shark. Is, is at least 33 years old. So the shark is 33 years old. Yeah. Like, how, how do we know? And then that, something else that threw me off in that, in that time frame. So we talked about that she claims to be a shark attack expert. Yeah. I've seen it before. It, it, but then she clearly is shocked by what she sees. But based on that, as you mentioned, Brad, she looks at the, the wound... And it's like, it's got a, a, a bite radius this big. And then Fitzroyce is like, it can't be. It'd be 35 feet long. What? I just did an Australian type accent. Sorry. He was British, I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he he very quickly is just like, eh, 35 feet. Based on her holding her hands up and saying, it's this big. Yeah. Now, going back to the better movie of this franchise, Jaws 1. 
it swims by, and Hoopa is like, it's 20 feet. And Quint's like, uh-uh, 25. Because you measure from the dorsal fin to the tail. Right. But <laughs> even Hooper in that movie makes a, you know, makes a guesstimate. Like, oh, you got a bite radius this wide. That means the shark is, you're looking for, you know, around a 20-foot shark or, you know, he doesn't say definitively, oh, it's 20 feet long. Or, you know, he doesn't. It just Fitzroy just seems it seemed just rubbish yeah. for him to be like oh nope 35 feet long what were you about to say? I think you're just hating on this superior movie good going clearly okay can we point out that <laughs> it was one hour I wrote it down hold on mm-hmm. one, one hour and 21 minutes into the movie Brad revealed that he had never seen any other Jaws movies so when he continues to say the better of the movies it's because it's the only one he saw so it, to him it is and the I'm best. essentially doing this just <laughs> to give Jeremy the finger because Jaws 1 is Jeremy's favorite movie yes it is um, and I like taking the piss and it yeah it's it's silly that you have not seen it. Um, you should shark go, swim, shark eat, shark movie. No, but there's so, just there's so much. This we could have a whole another podcast, Jaws talk, just about Jaws one. But we're not gonna do that. We got a schedule. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So back to Jaws three, the less superior of the franchise. Okay, so they catch the baby. So yeah. So okay, they catch the baby. Did you guys notice that all of the shark scenes, most of the shark scenes, were sped up? They were like, here's here's an actual shark swimming. We're just gonna speed it up. I have a note here. So I asked Brad when we paused the movie. Full disclosure. We had to stop and stretch. Yeah. Um. So uh, Jessica left the room, and I asked Brad. I said, "Do you know what speed ramping is?" Um. Because they, so speed ramping is when they take footage, ramp up the speed so it looks like it's moving faster than it should be. Every time they show the baby shark, yes, it is baby ramped protection. up, do do do, ramped up so much. Like this shark is swimming unnaturally fast. Yeah, I mean, and then the mom I'm, shark's just like literally do do do. The mom shark is literally just floating along. <laughs> like, there's no speed about it. No. Except for the... We'll get to that, because yeah. I made a comment about that for... I wrote down a comment about the Also, the only scene. time you see the baby shark really swimming, and they speed it up, it's in the chase scene with Dennis Quaid and oh. his dog. And they use the same footage three yes. times of him, yeah. like, jump on the dolphin. Dolphin saves your life, by the way. Jump on the dolphin. Right away. So, Fall off the dolphin. Jump back on the dolphin. So that right was another away. thing. Like they, so they're in this underwater. They they're looking for, um, the the meathead guy. They're trying to figure out. You know, maybe he, maybe something happened. Let's see if we can find his body. They go into. We're talking about when they're in the submarine, right? The worst submarine ever. Yeah. So this submarine pool. <laughs> It, it seems like they're, they when they introduce the submarine, like it's come, it's like, oh, they walk up to the submarine. Like, hey, let's look, we got this State cool submarine. The they they open this hatch and there's there's literally, you hear a seal being broken. So a whoosh sound. But then they open this, 
this hatch, this door, and it's clearly just like a piece of plexiglass. It's like there's there's no seal happening there. What there's is this? There's holes in the plexiglass. And then they get in and they start going underwater and they've got their breather masks on and everything and there's water filling up the submarine. And it's like, what is this? It's like, the most useless submarine. <laughs> it's not a submarine. It's a submergible. There's a difference. Do you know what the difference is between a submarine and a submergible? This guy one does. One fills up with water and the other one doesn't? <laughs> no, that's actually not. A submarine is completely automated. Sealed. You control all of it yourself. A, a submergible is kind of like an attachment that's also manned by something else. Like it has either, you know, it's tethered mm-hmm. or it's got something else oh. controlling with it. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference with most people. Where do say. dirigibles come into play here? Dirigibles? I don't know where dirigibles come from. Not an expert. Um, yeah, okay, well so they get I it. stand corrected. It's the world's OKS submergible. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't In- find anything about them also not being you know watertight like that was yeah I mean it it clearly like it just filled up with water they it the only thing it did was it took them from point A to point B yes underwater in today's world they would have just the handheld little turbine that they hold out in front of them that looks like a torpedo that they hold on to and or they would just send a camera down (laughs) drone yeah true story so while they're down there though like <laughs> it seemed really funny to me so the dolphins are freaking out which that that piece yeah dolphins are super smart and there's been reported cases of them like alerting swimmers divers whatever like yeah. hey something you know there's danger in the area so that's not far-fetched or anything but <laughs> it it was funny that they were in this like man-made shipwreck for you know the underwater theme park area and these dolphins are literally blocking the exit like no don't come out here and they're like nodding their heads like hey no there's something coming no. yeah they're clear like they're literally telling them no and blocking the exit mm-hmm. and then baby shark comes like barging in like I'm here and like the Kool-Aid man of the underwater kingdom um, so they get away. The dolphins help them escape. No, wait. Did the dolphins help them escape yeah. when they were in the submerged? I thought that was when they were doing no, the building. Le- no, they left the submerged. The submerged. I'm not going to say that word. That's so dumb. Submerged. They left their the, vehicle. The vehicle. They left it down there. Okay. Submergible. They they did not come back. Like they didn't go get it. It was just down there. Okay. You know what? This movie had a bad rep of just leaving things behind. Um. The brother and the Leah Thompson, the they go to the hospital. Yes! They, they didn't show back so, up at okay. all. Okay, so Leah Thompson gets attacked by the shark while they're in bumper boats. Mama shark. Yes. Mama shark. Do-do-do. Bumper boats. Dude knocks them off the bumper boat. She gets bit by the shark. They get in an ambulance. We don't know what the hell happened to them. Did she actually, so, did she actually get bit or yeah. did she just get, like, I don't know. She got cut. Yeah, she got, I mean, she clearly she got, got cut. She got she, toothed. Yeah. But it was like the straightest, like... Yeah, it's like she got caught on the tooth. Clearly the shark has some jagged teeth issues because then there's the later scene where Mike and Dr. K, Soda, are in, going into the um, oh, the, the underwater headquarters. Yeah. I don't know what you would call it. When and like one shark depressurization tank. Yeah, and like the up. one tooth is like blocking the door. 
like where where is this one tooth coming from that like okay yeah okay so see there's so there's two scenes where they're in the water okay the vehicle scene and then there's also the scene where they're down there welding yes and she goes down and i guess i just combine the two i either fell asleep or i combined the two or something you were I snoring that's pretty loud when the dolphins saved them well now the dolphins did save them again yeah so, so they hitched a ride on the dolphins one are the time. Hero they, of the movie, and then a dolphin headbutted. They hit, yeah, they hitched the ride. Okay. The first time, so the second time when they're down there welding, that's when the shark comes attacks. But then all of a sudden, like, so there was the prior scene where the lady said, "Oh, should we close the gate? Cindy and Sandy are still out there." And oh yeah, Doctor yeah, yeah. K is like, "They'll have to fend for themselves." Yeah, we have to close the gate. So they close it. So they left them out in the lagoon. Instead of letting them get yeah. back into the tank. So, yeah, they did show back up. And they did the, oh, we're, we're going to make you think, like, it looks like the mama shark ate or killed yeah. one of the dolphins. And yes. then so jumping okay. to, to the end when they're, you know, Mike and... We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, okay, so they're trying to get the people in the boat out of the water. Brody is the worst golf cart driver ever <laughs> second to jeremy um golf cart talk, golf cart talk. hold on so, so before, before we get there can we talk about the, they've captured this great white shark the baby one right yes okay sorry okay yes. so there's two okay, things wait so the photographer guy right Fitzroy's. why did he just want to kill the shark and film them killing the shark what he was said it was, this was it, the 80s and it would be great television he said it would bring all kinds of publicity yeah because you're like <laughs> SeaWorld is about conservation. Let's go kill this shark. I guess maybe this alternate SeaWorld is not This about is clearly in an alternate dimension, yeah. This SeaWorld, yeah, they tort. Well, isn't that why SeaWorld is kind of st- failed now? So they, this was uh, an honest SeaWorld. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he was all about um, killing the shark, filming it, but then Dr. K... Um, she is. No, she, we should she, capture we it. We should capture it. We we should have a great white in captivity because that's the most sound logic ever, right? Yeah. Now she does say we'll be the only ones, which is true to a to a, a point. The most time any aquarium has been able to keep a great white shark alive in captivity is was, nineteen days. Was Jaws three? No, <laughs> it when was, was like this two done? days. <laughs> It was 19 days. Uh, I don't remember. I don't. So in 1983, this was... This was Two it. days. She's yeah. got... It, this it was probably like in the 90s or early 2000s. As terrible as yeah, okay. every character in this movie was. Absolutely terrible. She really did have the best... Interest, yeah. Character, oh, like... Okay. You know, she, she quasi-knew what she was talking about. Yeah. She... Handled things correctly. She was the the kind of almost moral center point for the yeah. movie. You know yeah. who was not the moral center point in this movie? Everyone you know, else. No, you, know, you know who did not have the best interest of anyone in their minds? The shark. What? Are you, shark. Saying, are you saying the shark? <laughs> the shark. The shark. Sorry. No. The sharks. Uh, no. Bouchard. Okay. That okay. Guy, okay. So. Here's the thing. Can we look up to see if that's like French for the shark or something? Because they were in cahoots. <laughs> oh, oh, Bouchard. Hi, everybody. If I can have your attention, please. 
I didn't we, know. We're going to shut down the park for just a few minutes here. Uh, he did like the worst KFC. It took two scenes Colonel Sanders with him impression ever. for me to figure out that he's supposed to be Creole. The first time I thought it was like one of those old, terrible sheriffs that would be like Buford T. Justice. <laughs> and now then I realized it was Creole. Here. And then he just dropped the accent. Like It was it would like one of those up. villains where he'd be interacting with somebody. Oh, how are you doing today, son? Let me help you. And then he walk out. All right, screw that guy. Let's go. Come on. Sanitizer. Listen, so it's like he only turned it on when he so, had to be there. But let, let, let's talk about him for a second. So he is, his pride and joy are these water skiers. We think. It could have been the shark. I don't could know. have been the shark conspiracy. <laughs> shark conspiracy. Or shark security team. Shark talk. Um, yeah, so he he is running SeaWorld. Obviously, he is the... It's his baby. Director, yeah, he, he made you know he's like, I, don't know, like yeah. I make the decisions, I'll do everything. So, what I tell you that scene right there. So, he decides, Hey, go tell them to move the shark to this tank over here. Let's talk about that tank for a second. So, Jessica, that was one of those touchy feely tanks Jessica, where the kids yeah. get to like exactly touch you the get turtles. to touch the turtles. I don't know, this like the stingrays, the stingrays, the, sting the, sting the yeah. horseshoe crabs, things like that. This is one of those tanks. Like, this is one of those where you are within a foot and a half of a living creature, can reach your arm over in, you know, almost up to your shoulder and touch something, and they want to put a great white shark? A ten-foot great white shark. Ten-foot? So it was an okay white shark. It was a mediocre white shark. (laughs) It was a white shark. But, yeah, so Dr. K is surprised to hear... Over the PA system. So, they had a PA system at that point. Yeah, they still had the PA. They occasionally used it when they were trying to... But that's another point about her having the... Like, she wasn't like, what are they doing? She's like, oh shit, that's not good. Run, 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 run. She runs over there. And convenient that then the shark literally goes belly up. While she's there, yeah. Yeah, and so they they all jump in. And you hear the person over the intercom at that attraction. Which that, yeah, they would have an intercom PA system for that. No big deal, but... Um, hey, everything's fine, guys. Nobody panic. No, you know, they're. They this know is what the doctor doing. that's yeah. taking care of it. And please don't interfere. Yeah, who's gonna inter- Who is is someone gonna jump in that pool? Like, I mean, they could. It was only about two foot off the ground. So. There was no no security gate. There they was just... no barrier. Anything. Yeah. So Bouchard, going back to my point, clearly does not have the best interest of his park goers. You know, yeah. in mind, and he wants to put a great white shark within arm's distance of his guests. He definitely spared expense when he was building this no, park. We spared no expense. No, he, yeah. We he spared all expenses. He spared all expenses. All right, talking about expenses. That's a reference to Jurassic Park, Brad. I don't know if you've ever seen that since you haven't, haven't. seen the franchise movies. Oh, Jesus Christ. I haven't seen it. I saw the, the, the first one with Star Lord in it. No, you mean no, you saw Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. That's the one with Star Lord in it. That is the one with Star Lord in it. And they it. made the second one, so I saw the first Jurassic one with Star Lord. World, Fallen Kingdom. Okay, so I saw the first one with Star Lord in it. Okay. Okay. I know there's other movies, but the first one they did. So the, the first Jurassic Park. You know, it's not actually Star Lord playing another character, right? Like it's Star Lord. His name is Chris Pratt. Nope, Star Lord. Okay. Parks and Rec, Star Lord. <laughs> Star Lord is Rec. <laughs> can we Movie get crossover talk. can we get Parks and Rec 
but with the... Can it be with the dinosaurs and we call it Parks and Recs? I like where that's going to. Maybe a separate show. Separate podcast. <laughs> Parks and Recs talk. <laughs> I was going to say, with the characters from Guardians of the Galaxy, they're working in a galactic town hall, <laughs> city <laughs> hall environment, no. universe, universal Parks and Recs. So. Yes. Just so you know, audience, our first our podcast will not be three hours long. This is a first and special occasion that we are just... We are nowhere close to three hours long. 2.59, what? <laughs> I'm kidding. We're okay, so talking about no expense. This was some geek stuff I was doing while uh, we were watching this movie to keep my attention. You were playing a game. That's when we weren't recording. <laughs> while um, he was talking about his underwater exhibit tunnel yeah. system. Yeah, yeah. 34 million in 1983. Oh, yeah. Inflation. I found a calculator. Uh oh. That cost him $88.5 million. Wow. That's what it would cost today. Now, Which also puts this. that coral they were stealing at $500 for that coral. Let me ask you this. That's some good money for coral. Okay, so coral. let's say, let's use this as an example, right? So this was a new area of the park being built and opened so essentially the equivalent today would be galaxy's edge the star wars themed portion of disney world right yeah what you don't have been there so i'm just i've never i mean i've never been there either i didn't just take a weekend trip i'm Um, looking at a freezer in here i figured you already went down there no um but so okay so we got that at toys for us 34 million Rest in peace. R.I.P. <laughs> um, Thirty-four million for nineteen eighty-three. You said eighty whatever million. Eighty-eight million five hundred and sixty thousand two hundred forty-one dollars and forty-five cents. Now I am no theme park expert, or really like aficionado or anything like that. <laughs> um, does that seem? Does that seem like that? Does that seem low? Do you think... How much do you think like a new area well, of With the bubble with some tunnels? Like, yeah. I, mean, I, I... To me, it was some shoddy craftsmanship. <laughs> because they were... At one point, they were standing on this like... Deck or whatever. And it, it looked like it was just made of basso wood. It just like fell apart when the shark hit it and then it hits one part and all automatically like rivets start shooting out and water starts filling up well to be fair that shark was a genius and it hit right on the weld point between the two plexiglass tubes that one piece of metal hit it twice straight I mean and here's the thing like clearly the Brody family and these great white sharks are connected so the shark was mind melded with Mike Mike designed and built all this, so he was like, all right, my Death Star is complete. I've just got this one vent over here that surely no one would ever find out about. So Mike had this one seal, and he's like, this one so, bolt over here, if anybody hits it. Is the shark reading Mike's mind for uh, yes. for weakness, or is Mike really a sociopath trying to take as many people with his shark <laughs> gun? Maybe the shark is Mike's tulpa. <laughs> <laughs> And it's taking out all his aggression on the park. Okay, so you just confused Brad. Explain to Brad what a tulpa is. Do you not know what a tulpa is? Do you think I know what a tulpa is? Okay, a tulpa is like 
if you you can speak something into existence. So if you talk about it enough and you think about it enough and you wish on it enough, you can make it happen. Oh. So if you believe your own lie, it can come true. Awesome. I hear that? To fart right now. Not editing that out. Um, yeah, so... I'm going to lean over on this side. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to tulpa this shit. Tulpa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tulpa a fart into existence. No, I'm trying to tulpa it out of existence. Oh. What do you think? Hmm. Philosophy talk. <laughs> um, but if we think hard enough, we can make Brad crap his pants. <laughs> <laughs> We're five. Huh? Five podcasts right now. Five, podca- five podcasts. Podcast talk. Um, okay, so, yeah. Okay. Shark hits the tube in just the right spot. I mean, I, I, I buy that. Like, it's a... So, the whole system is pressurized. Yeah, he found a weak... Or, it, it was a mother, so she... We think. We don't know. Well, it, it has to be female, because females are longer than males, and males cap out at 20-something feet, so it would have been a... In this movie that follows so much science and logic. Okay. But, yeah, it's, but, a, it's a mother, even though Fitzroy's kept saying him. Yeah, in that one scene. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, I lied. Males cap out at 13 feet in real life, and females cap out in real life around 16 feet, but there's been larger ones. Shark talk. We'll get back to it. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, the... Yes, sir. Okay. So, hits the the shark hits the, the, the seam on the tube. Um, all these tourists are trapped in the hub that is feeling, filling with water. Um, guy with his amazing red overalls. And then also, uh, guy with his shirt that says what, Brad? Let a gargoyle sit on your face. Let... A gargoyle sit on your face. Sorry, I interrupted and took your... I wrote it down. So, Eagle Eye Brad, uh, while we're watching this movie... I mean, um, there's a face-sitting t-shirt. I'm going to see it. (laughs) Yeah. And he found it. We rewound it. And sure enough, for whatever reason, there's a guy that has on a shirt uh, that says, let a gargoyle sit on your face. So, uh, those of you alive in the 80s that played uh, that game... That I can't think of the name of the gargoyle on your face game. The gargoyle on your face game. If you played standoff or standoff, that's what. If or you played a gargoyle on my face, and you had a shirt that said "Let a gargoyle sit on your face," uh, let us know. I'm not going to tell you how to let us know. Just let us know. Figure it out on your own. We can't do everything for you guys. Okay. You can follow us on this uh, podcast. Yeah, we do also have Twitter. Mouthful of movies. Just look us up. You'll find us at mouthful of movies. Um, yeah, so, they're stuck in the tunnel, uh, they're all freaking out, the water comes about, what, chest high? No. If that? No, like. Tummy high? Like, waist high on it. I mean, it was, it was tall enough that you had to pick up the kids, So, so they're. But you really didn't, because it was elevated, there was people standing higher, so they could have set that kid on the windowsill. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a kid, they were freaked out. Clearly. Uh, so this is also the point where um, your your product placement shot, they have the nighttime press conference where uh, Bouchard's like right-hand man, I don't know what he was, comes out and is like, there was an incident. 
Uh, so people are trapped in the tunnel. We're gonna get them out. No one should be concerned. Okay, I just, sorry, I just found this. So the gargoyle on your face reference was referencing gargoyle sunglasses. Oh, oh okay. that makes sense. I wish that was still a company I could get a gargoyle sun face yeah. shirt. I mean, I'm sure you could probably look at it. They've been around since one. 1979 and made it big in 1984 when Schwarzenegger wore them in the Terminator, but they were seen in previous movies such as Say Anything and Jaws 3. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Wow, there we go. The more you know. Fact corner. Yep, Jess's fact corner. Anyways. Okay, so I was looking that up, and I have no idea what you guys are talking about right now. Um, We're talking about people stuck in the tunnel. Okay. The right-hand man with oh, the, press did, conference. the press conference. Okay, this, wait, wait. This is where a cell phone would have changed the game of this movie. Because they wouldn't have all had those gigantic cameras well, no, on no. Facebook Live? No, because everybody trapped in the tunnel and everything would have been streaming. Tweeting. Yes, yeah. tweeting and So here's the other Facebooking thing. Before and, guys, oh my god, I'm still stuck in this tunnel. Snapchatting, I think I that's can't believe it. Hashtag. Before the shark even hit the tunnel. Okay. They're in this thing. They're looking at the underwater <laughs> life. And somebody's like, oh! That little, that little, no, that little girl's like, Daddy, look at the fish. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh God! And then when they I zoom said, what on did it, you expect to see in SeaWorld. And then when they uh, zoom out to show the shark, so they're at, like, let's say, Hub A. The shark looked like it was just now coming in off the water, yep. like by the thirty-five foot shark. Should have been like three hundred foot away, and this kid's like, Hey, look. Yeah. And then, so they're trapped in the tunnel. They have to figure out a plan to get them out. They have this press conference talking about everything's okay. And all the reporters are like, but what about a shark attack? We heard there was a shark attack. There were some people that were hurt on the beach. There was an incident. Blah, blah, blah. And he scurries off. So, um. <laughs> Zoidberg. <laughs> so, Futurama talk. Um, so. Bouchard and team, they're making their plan. So Mike is ha, Mike is in their workshop. Like, and there's a bunch of people welding. Like, there's they're welding one, the seal that's going to go on the yeah, thing. There's so I feel like there's so many people in there like welding stuff though. Like, what all are they doing? Because this one guy is like, hey, we're making the last cut. Sea life must go on, Jeremy. They have <sighs> so, other jobs. I, obviously, yeah, I guess. But yeah, so they're making their plan. So they decide at this point, all right, we're going to go down. We need to get the shark distracted. So Fitzroyce is like, we're going to... Live bite. We're going to use live bite. I'm going to go down in this tunnel. Oh, oh, that was another thing. So the mom is MIA for the entirety of this movie with the exception of the last... The mom doesn't show up until an hour into the movie. So the last 30 minutes of the movie... But it was obviously because it was stuck in the filter. Yes, they made comment. Filter two is not working. Okay, we'll shut it off and and, and move to filter one. Do it, nephew. <laughs> and so, so they shut off the filter again. Yeah, so Mama Shark all was like, "Oh, hey, now I'm free." So yeah, this shark was caught in the filter the whole time. <laughs> swims backwards again out of the filter <coughs> and then she goes on this like angry rampage because yeah, yeah she got stuck in a filter she's angry about it whatever yes and then they're like we're gonna catch her in the filter again put her back oh. in the tunnel hold on one side note okay so this thing is 35 feet long 
how far back on a shark's back from head to dorsal fin? How far? About halfway. About from that's where what I, I thought as well. So if we're saying thirty-five feet, so it should be seventeen ish feet back, right? So Mama Shark gets out, and this is when like all the the bad golf cart driving happens, all the attacks happen. The panic. Yeah. So water skiers are out doing their thing. Uh, everybody's in the crowd is like, "Oh, water skiers! I'm so happy!" And I this... just had the pride and joy. <laughs> <laughs> Second only to the shark security team. I came here just to see this water skiers. So they're going, the one like water skier lady looks back. She's like, oh, there's something back there. And then it shows this other group that's in a pyramid. <clears throat> and the shark fin pops up. I feel like the shark fin pops up like five feet behind them. Yes. Two and legs. Very close, yes. I think, I don't know why they would have. But I think they were thinking of filming with the baby shark model. Because if it was accurate, yeah, that, that would have been... That well, be... Also, it's amazing for this movie, Scooby-Doo's intro had better representation of a shark's anatomy than this scene in Jaws 3. <laughs> <laughs> because you think about the shark where it's chomping on yep. this. It's about halfway through this fat little shark. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... It's... It's ridiculous. So... Okay. So they get... They come up with a plan. They're going to... They get him out of the water. He interrupts the comedy show, whatever. Yeah, I mean, so past all that, back to, like, their their plan of getting the people out of the tunnel. They need to seal the tunnel or put a seal in place so yeah. that they have to... How do we keep the like, shark away from them? Drop it or Fitzroyce is like, oh, we'll do live bait, get it back into the filter. And so this is where... So Fitzroyce and his buddy, I don't remember his name... Throughout this whole movie, it obviously seemed really close, but this is where they seem really okay, close. Wait, before least... we get to that point, I just want to say that I love how courteous the mother shark was to to swim extremely slowly through that tunnel towards them. Yeah, because it was go- a shark can max out at thirty five miles an hour. This thing was still rolling. <laughs> it was floating, as we've already said, literally just floating along. Yeah. But so, okay, so Fitzroyce and his buddy, they have their, you know, why do we, I really wish you would uh Wish you'd not, let me do all the filming. Let me do all the filming. I don't want you to film and do this, blah, blah, blah. And clearly this guy cares for Fitzroyce a lot. And this yeah. is a, this is, if, this was after the uh, first little shark panic where they got everybody out of the water. This was after yeah. that where they were trying so we're sitting at about a hundred and well, one hour and twenty minutes of this movie by now. Yeah. Like we're in the home stretch. Yeah. And they're just now getting to the this movie like paced, okay. Get some character develop, character develop, character. Oh shit, we gotta go. Come yeah. on, come on, come on, yeah. come on. Wrap, wrap it up, up wrap it up, up, wrap it up, yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. This budget's running out. Let's do this. <laughs> Clearly. We need, we need money for effects. Come on. I, I love when Brad starts talking and you hear him go, and you can literally see his brain slightly melting from trying to wrap around this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, Fitzroyce goes down in the in the tunnel for the filter. Um, it seemed like they didn't have to do a whole lot to lure her in there. What was live they, bait? I mean, yeah. they literally, they're banging on, does it the... Fitzroy's buddy is banging his knife on the 
the handle of the camera, the underwater camera. Which is accurate. Which accurate, they, metal, clanging. Yeah, yep. they use electromagnetic um, fills. But then he is... Fitzroy's is in the tunnel. Other guy gets out. And so we see at this point, uh, before he gets out, we see Fitzroy's is essentially cornered in this tunnel. His little shock stick that he had or... He had his lifeline that they focused on way too much. Oh, so yeah, the second the you see that, sure it's tight. The the knot is tied around this ladder, he, which it was, and yeah, it looked fine. It didn't seem to have any issues. But then he goes to pull it to try to get away from this mama shark, and below the knot breaks. Yeah, it just pops right off. Yeah. Just like as if the shark sabotaged it. Yeah, like Brad said it while we were watching it. I'm expecting this to, it to show the shark untying this knot. Yeah. But yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, I really it, expect to see a shark in a trench coat stalking these people. It yeah, it it legitimately just like the nope. knot worked perfect. The but rope, the rope itself didn't. did not. Yeah, so it, it comes off. He's basically floating there, along with the shark that's just floating there. Um, and so he's obviously a tiny guy because if his if the shark's bite radius is about three foot wide. So that's another he goes okay. all there the are way so in many, the mouth. So many inconsistencies with so the he's sizing of the not shark. Not that wide. So yeah, because so he The shark eats him like a duck. Which <laughs> like if the don't shark was chew. a duck. Like if the shark was a duck. Just swallow him whole. Just Which is what they and do. That, so the so sharks that, do swallow their food whole. They don't chew. If it was gonna rip him into smaller pieces, it would have slashed around now this and but, ripped it. It wouldn't now, have chewed it. Now this shark, though, it did chew. Like it was trying to chew, but he was past the teeth. Like I felt like we were watching like Wipeout it's or like something. When you and get he that, was waiting for his opportunity to jump out. Like all right, you get that weird piece of food like stuck between your jaw and under your tongue, and you're trying. Is that the other thing though? Like, so is that the thing though? Like did he just mash him to death? It looked like I it. I feel like he shouldn't have actually died because he was still sitting in the mouth. Okay. Didn't hit the stomach this will, acid. This is something I want to say to the end. Then when we get to the end, okay. So he gets gummed, to <laughs> gummed death. to death, tongue, um, not even gummed. Yeah, dude comes out, has his come apart. That he just he, lost yeah, his so crush. yeah. So his buddy comes out of the water and he's like distraught. Well, but he's like, oh man, that was really difficult. Like, no, it was difficult. Like you went underwater and banged a knife on a camera, and then. You got out, but he's like, ah, oh, clearly like fatigued or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just the anxiety of it all. But then he's like, where's Fitzroyce? And the guy, oh, I don't know. He didn't come up. But he loses his cool. Yeah. He starts freaking out. He runs over to apparently this escape hatch that Fitzroyce was going to be using. Yeah, because that, that was the was way up. Him? So the, they were oh, both getting filled. back to the rope to the ladder. Okay, yeah, yep. to the ladder. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And so he, like, starts climbing down the ladder, and he's, like, yelling for him. Sobbing. It's just distraught. And then he's gone from the movie. Yes! Yeah, and then, like, did he climb down in there and get eaten as well? I or? mean, I kind of feel like at the level of, of distraught he was at, that could have happened. That was the only thing. I'm coming with you. But, I, I mean, clearly they had a... These people have to stick around at some point because there's going to be hush money passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he lost his boyfriend. That Plain and simple, right? I mean, yeah. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. He lost his world. Um, so, foreshadowing that we, we kind of, we, we passed over. Let's just, let's just, 
We can't go back. I'm forgetting the movie. No, 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 it's no, no. no. This is this is getting to this is getting to the end because this is where we are. We're at the end of the movie. So Mike and Doctor K are underwater trying to weld this tunnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Doctor K says, "I've got to go up there. He needs eyes in the back of his head." Yeah. Uh, so she goes out of this underwater hub where Bouchard is. Um, Bobby Bouchard. <laughs> Boucher. Um, yeah, so she goes through this little escape hatch that they're already underwater. She goes out through, swims over to Mike. I'll be your the eyes in the back of your head. Um, <laughs> Jessica made a comment while we were watching the movie. She swims up to him, him not realizing it's her. He turns around and just, like, weld her to the side of the head. Because he gets startled by her, like blames I, it on the shark. I, for some reason, I honestly I remembered a scene where she does swim up, and I I could have swore like there was a scene where she swims up, he gets startled, but it's just her. But I, I guess that did not happen. It was probably at the beginning when he was seeing those tiny fish floating around. Him. Maybe I don't know. But so he's welding. Um, shark has killed Fitzroyce. Shark displays its enormous tail power. Because Ugh. Bouchard and team close the gate on the filter tunnel, which is latched like a with an aluminum bar. Yeah. As you do, they put a safety at a pin. Castle. <laughs> it's so like a. It has yeah. a linchpin. Yeah. Right. So. But it's like the bar itself. It's yeah. It's all it's it's all underwater stuff. So it's aluminum. Like I I I have I really have no problem with that. Still, it's durable. It, yeah. it should hold. It should hold. It's, yes. Obviously, the you but know the when it was built of this slow tail flapping, this thirty-five foot, yeah, shark fin backing that ass up. <laughs> That's what it was doing. So it's essentially it's it's flapping its tail so hard apparently that it's causing enough of a. Um, Did the current? shark use its fin to hold itself in place to do that? Because that tunnel seemed pretty long. He kept going through that tunnel towards what's uh, his face. Yeah. And if he's moving his tail, it should propel him forward. So was he like on either side with his fins holding on, holding it in place to make sure that the force was going backwards? Yeah, yeah. so the shark is flailing this tail around in place and causing so much um, destruction, force and current that it is causing the gate, this underwater gate to... It start breaks, moving and it breaks. It the, breaks the bracket yeah, off it, of the gate that mm-hmm. was welded. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's crazy. And then it swims backwards out of this tunnel. Um. And yeah, now but we're sharks can't swim backwards. Sharks cannot swim backwards. If you guys are hearing clacking noises, that's our beverages. Brad is eating ice. I did not. <laughs> um. So, swims backwards. Now the shark is on the loose. Oh, my God. Uh, Mike and Dr. K are in trouble. They... Make it back over to the hatch. Well, so before that, the the dolphins come back, save the day. Headbutt. Um, start, like, yeah, swimming. Yeah, at one point, it looked like the shark had one of the dolphins... In side... its mouth. Yeah, fins. Yeah. Like, it, it looked like it was about to or was chomping down... Chomp, 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 yeah. ...on one of the dolphins. So Mike and Dr. K escape, uh, make it back over to the hub. They get back in. Um, They're watching the slowest non-moving shark float towards come them. at them. Which I mean, if and at this point, I mean that shark seems 
humongous. You know what else it seemed? So real. These graphics guys were <laughs> amazing. The it, blending that they did. <laughs> it, yeah, it looks atrocious. Everything's shot in front of a screen, it looks like. Yeah. Oh. They had a foam shark in front of a screen. But, it, I mean, so, but this thing, like, it looks giant. Because earlier in the movie, you see this hub, and you see, like, this woman, like, in the middle of the, the glass, like, waving, like, hey, bye, guys. Bye. They're in the submergible. In the submarine. Mergible. Vehicle. Vehicle talk. Um, so, yeah. So we see, you know, some scale to this thing. But, yeah, so the shark, like, busts through this glass, which should be unreal. Like, that glass should be... Which hit that, uh... Early that seventies, early eighties horror trope of oh, yeah. freeze, close up on everybody. Yes, freeze, 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 freeze. Yes, freeze. and yeah. So I think uh, some then of the folks the didn't make it. Um, nephew, nephew, got nephew, eaten. nephew. He got eaten. I'm not blowing up my filter. Oh, but here's the other. Thing. So this shows like that. What that other woman that was in there? She apparently got knocked out like in the melee. And so it shows you see Bouchard grab her. Don't care about his nephew. Grab that woman. Well, he was already eat. He was. He's done. Oh. Um. So he grabs this woman. Um. But then that's all you see. And so then we have Mike and Doctor K trying to figure out what to do. And we see foreshadowing from earlier in the movie when Fitzroy's had some underwater grenades. Which they told him to put the grenades away. and That was I'm, earlier. I that was for the note. baby. Yes. That was for the baby. I made the note, he only handed off one grenade. What happened to the second No, they grenade? show him. He put them back in the he bucket. Put both, okay, I only yeah. noticed him yeah. hand off one, and I'm like, oh. Well, he handed okay, one, and then they put it back in the other bucket when they got on the boat to go gotcha. out. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, but so they foreshadowed earlier that Fitzroy's had these underwater grenades, uh, conveniently painted bright yellow, just like the bright yellow... Uh, barrels from movie one that you've never seen, Brad. Um, huge part of the movie. That's all you need to know. Okay. Um, I played the video game once. Does that count? <laughs> no. So, yeah, so they just happened to look in the mouth of this shark and see Grenade. Fitzroyce. Arm. I feel like you saw, at one point, you saw like him. Yeah, you, you did a one-point cut. Yeah, you see the head for a little uh, but, bit. But, but they focus on his arm. They, yeah, they really focus on his he's arm. He's trying to crawl out because he's not really dead. And he's holding this underwater grenade. But yeah, he 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 wasn't actually cheating It was on. a hole. Yeah, it was a hole, hole him. And yeah, so he's out here. He's in there trying to like crawl out of the shark. Or get a hand. He's, he's not, like, you don't look, actually see that. Look at this. Yeah, you don't, you don't see that. You don't see that. His arm's just sticking out. It's supposed to be he's laying there dead. And so they're like, oh, there's that grenade. Let me play the most difficult claw game ever. Let's get this aluminum. He finds a random aluminum. Which is obviously the same thing that pin in the gate was made out of. Because he bends it really easily. makes Essentially makes a, a little grabber, a little hook. And so now he is trying to, in this uh, shark's mouth that is too This wide. Like it's wide. You guys listening can hear and see how far we're saying when it's this wide. But, yeah, they are looking at the, trying to hook this tiny keychain ring in this giant shark's mouth. It's just, like, flailing around, chomping at Dr. K. So, 
he reaches for it, doesn't get it. Reaches for it, doesn't get it. I think it's third time's a charm. I think I don't know. Either Pretty way, sure it was. he grabs 3D. it and he pulls the pin. Yeah. And Kaboom. shark blows up. Shark bits coming at us everywhere. 3D. Jawbone, three D jaw. Three D. Yeah. Uh, so somehow Mike and Doctor K were not murdered. Also, when they came up in the lagoon, there was no blood or parts or anything floating near them. Right. So, how far away did they swim? I'm guessing the blast pushed them away. Out of the lagoon, into the actual ocean. They were... (laughs) No. No. It's okay, though. They had breathing apparatus. They'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so there's nothing floating around them. Um, no shark pieces, no underwater structure pieces. Yeah. No nephew pieces, like just. Yeah. And where did Bouchard and the lady go? They got away. They got away. They did say that. They, they, they came up. They didn't show it, but then they they said, Oh, oh the doctor. He, he doctor, got away. Yeah, Dr. K was, okay. where's so-and-so and so-and-so? Oh, okay. he got out. Because she was okay. just like, screw okay. the team. Where's my fish? No, she asked about them first. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, she she asked about them. They were okay. But then, yeah, she's just like... Sorry, they're I'm not fish, start, they're mammals. I'm going to start beating on the water. It's Cindy! Sandy! It's like, whoa, seriously. So one, one shows up. One of them shows up, and you're like... You as the viewer are like, oh, yeah, the other one died. We saw it. And then, out of nowhere, here comes the other one, flipping out of the water, saves the day. It's like the... Yeah. The trick music. they were learning. Oh. It's like the... In, which... Where he's Rocky, where he like runs up the steps and he's like, "Yeah!" All of them. I don't like, know. I've never she... seen all the Rockies. Jesus, what's a Rocky movie? <laughs> no. Anyways, so at the that's end of not real. I've like, seen them. You know. Oh yeah, well, they end the on a freeze on the freeze frame. Yeah, the victory freeze with also, the dolphin coming out of the water. Well, oh god. They had actual like decent footage of this dolphin in close proximity. Jumping out of the water that they could have used, but did they use that? No. No. They overlaid the worst picture of a dolphin. A lot of it was supposed to be 3D, right? It was a lot of overlays. So many yeah, overlays. It was horrible. <sighs> so, yeah. So they lived happily ever after, as we know. Um, as we guess. Yeah. They went to Venezuela. Allegedly. Yeah. So, <sighs> we watched this movie. We walked to the studio to record this. I have forgotten lots of the movie already. <laughs> yeah. That's why we take notes. Yeah, My notes not prepare me for this. I thought we, it'd be more memorable. If we didn't have notes, no. we would be. I would be swearing so, lost. so much more. <laughs> okay, so any non continuity, non story bits from the movie that you want to bring up that just tickled your funny bone even though they weren't supposed to because I've got a couple of those I want to throw out there before okay, we get to the actual structure of what's going on wait continue it continu- continuity continuity things yeah so this is what happens in the story no so I mean I'm just wondering like because you've never seen these movies I'm just talking about this continuity yeah, I think he's talking about this specific oh like this, this, this one this, in this general one okay specific. okay Next morning, after uh, <coughs> Dennis Quaid <coughs> breaks Mike. up, breaks up uh, his brother mm-hmm. and Leah Thompson, they're sitting there with their breakfast of every product placement ever. 
I guess in 1983, the term cock block was not a thing. Because he's like, <laughs> you really, you really <clears throat> have me there. And Disquake's like, I did. And I'm like, call the cock block, guys. You just yeah. say it. He, he, yeah. And he acknowledged, but he acknowledged he owned but up to told, it. Yeah, it just totally, I guess that wasn't a thing. That was something. Mm-hmm. The pickup line that the brother used on Leah Thompson, like every line they had was so just terrible. I couldn't write them down. It was so okay, bad. I don't like, see, so, oh yeah, I don't remember what the lines were, but like, so they start leaning into it. Like they're about to start kissing. Like the two minutes after And I'm like, met, you guys just, like you don't even know. If he pushed you over and now you're all like, oh, hey. If the lines, I don't remember, I did not write them down, but the lines he used worked. If he would have busted out a corny ass, oh, did it hurt? What? Falling from heaven? They wouldn't have made it to the beach. They would have just been in the back of the car right then. This one went from PG to R real quick. <laughs> I, so that's that's the other thing too, though. Like, so they clearly were immediately into each other, and then she's like, "Hey, let's go back to the park. It's closed. Let's go skinny dipping." And then, I mean, the, so they leave, and the next thing we see of them, she's running around. She's running around pantsless. Like she she's wearing a bikini. She has on panties. Dude, that's just her bra and panties. Yeah, that was her bra and panties. It's okay, Brad. We'll we'll go over it later in bikini talk. <laughs> I was going to say anatomy talk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she's she's running around pantsless. And he went from had a couple beers at the bar to, to just trashed drunk yes. to rootin' tootin' <laughs> pig snorting to, drunk I'm, I'm gonna get you in the water you know <laughs> and then she kisses him one time he's like I bet I can get you in he's like oh okay cool and so like, he this guy that has this lifelong fear of the water irrational fear well, I mean it's not irrational it's not irrational but. Um, gets in the water but then I love when he gets caught they're like hey you in the water and he's like it's okay my brother works here like what <laughs> No one goes to Walmart and is like, oh, I'm just going to take this thing. And when you get caught, be like, it's okay. My brother works here. You yeah. know no, are. you're you still breaking are. the rules. Yeah. This uh, part of the water scene where they're showing the pride. I know why that's the pride of uh, of uh, old Louis Gossett's. Because um, his skiers are mogwise. One skier, two skier, four skier. They just <laughs> keep multiplying when they get wet. <laughs> Oh god! I yeah. wish somebody would like redo the scene so every time you see her, there's another one of her like just <laughs> randomly. Don't feed them. Anything else random? Um. Okay. So continuity wise, so we're talking about in this movie is Mike and Sean. Um. So Mike is working here in Orlando at SeaWorld. Uh, this is getting into part four. So Mike is the one that Sean is the one that is, is killed at the beginning of four. Um, I just I looked it up to make sure. So Sean is back at home on Amity Island for whatever reason I don't know. <clears throat> um, and he is uh, murdered by a shark. He is eaten. I think now it can be considered murdered because I believe the way this is going, it is now premeditated. Yes, this shark laid out plans. Oh, especially since the shark went book. into the bathroom and stabbed him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> he was murdered on land. Um, it was weird. There was a shark driving shark a car. Land shark. Um, <laughs> land shark. Um, yeah, so Mike is the one who, at this point, is now living in Jamaica, married with children. 
And he's not married to that same girl. Not it is not Doctor K. She is an artist. Yes, artiste. Um, she makes sculptures, metal sculptures that make no dang sense. <laughs> they obviously met, so she obviously makes metal. They got married. Oh, clearly, they. But hold on. So, um, his metal working days in Orlando and welding. Her metal sculptures. She's a welder, so obviously they met at a welding conference. Yeah. Fell in love. And they moved to Jamaica mm-hmm. and had kids. One kid. One kid, yeah. That's Makes right. sense. Yeah, so. Another thing I'm going to uh, throw on here. Okay. If the shark wasn't the central killer of this movie, mm-hmm. any extra they had in it could have easily been the murderer. Because most of the extras <laughs> looked like killers and stereotypical rapists they cast in things. That was they just 1983. Yeah. It might have been. <laughs> Every one of those folks was also were also extras on Unsolved Mysteries at some point in the eighties. You mean suspects? Yes, <laughs> they were. All right. So, I, any any other any other things you you want to discuss? Bring up. I know we've got it where we talked about with these movies doing yeah. a, if we could remake it doing a Dreamcast. Who would we put in this role? Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't think we should. I think this should be forgotten this and never recast s- ever. Swept aside and <laughs> no. If we're gonna recast it, let's just recast all of it on Windows ninety five and just have it done in that and just make it CG. This movie is uh, animated now. Yes, <laughs> and not that even good animated. No. We're talking like better. It's better animated than it is. Well, in it's better than this, but yes. we're not Pixar level. No. No. Okay. Yeah. No, like Max Headroom. I, I want Max Headroom animation. That would still be better. Yeah, so one of the things, uh, listeners, one of the things that we've talked about doing as a, a part of this podcast, uh, we're not going to do it in this one, but on a future better movie probably uh, we will. But one of the things that we've talked about is if if a movie were made you know, in like this in the 1980s, uh, if it were remade today, which is much the trend, Nowadays, like, hey, let's take something from the 70s, 80s, remake it, and, and see what we could do with it. Who would we put in this cast? Um, I So, one that I would do, and I would like to say, uh, the shark, John Goodman. <laughs> and not, like, voicing a shark. Just, like, John Goodman, like, swimming in the water, like, going after it. That would be amazing. Well, if we're going to do that, let's get the dancing shark from that Super Bowl show. And just, left shark. Yeah, let's or get was left it right shark. shark. Let's get both. We need a baby. Let's get both of them. Let's get both sharks. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So one of the things that we I want Terry Crews to be Bashar. (laughs) Every line, there's a pec muscle flexing. He's so famous. Listen, okay, we are doing this then. Flex, 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 flex. Okay, so we are doing this. Is the worst or the greatest comedy? Oh, you know what? Oh yeah. Well, I totally thought we were going to be making it as a comedy. So fun fact: uh, Jaws three win. Incepted, uh, you know, first thought of, it was going to be a parody movie. Mm-hmm. It was pitched as a spoof movie for Jaws. Yes. National Lampoons. Yeah, it was. Like Jaws, national, what they call it, like National Lampoons, Jaws 3, Human Zero or something. Yeah. And that's how they got it. Yeah. Uh, and when they wouldn't do that, the guy quit and they made this. Yeah, so it was National Lampoons, Jaws 3, People Zero. Which, which could have been so much... So it was Better. it was a reading from IMDb trivia. Uh, it was a movie studio 
trying to make a second sequel to Jaws. No one's ever heard of it. It opened with author Peter Benchley uh, being eaten in his pool by a shark. What? Uh, And it it goes on to say it included a naked uh, Bo Derek and shark-costumed aliens. Uh, Joe Dante was attached as director. Steven Spielberg rejected the idea and threatened to walk away. Um, when they learned of the, the so the then directors, uh, when they learned of the rejection, they quit the studio. Uh, Where they went to sci-fi and waited <laughs> and just waited one day. Uh, so some other trivia for this: um, the only Jaws movie does not feature any scenes at Martha's Vineyard otherwise known as Amity Island. Um, And much like uh, something that we can get into with a little bit more trivia that Jessica has here in a bit, but um, this movie and Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which came out in 82, uh, both have several things in common, so each being obviously the third movie in a franchise. Um, And the third movie of a series that began... In one central location, Halloween, Haddonfield, uh, Jaws, Amity Island, and then the third movie going to a complete different location. Hmm. Um, funny enough, this one also, they didn't want to have a shark in it at all. I'm kidding. <laughs> Halloween 3 does not have Michael Myers. Yeah, this has the mask. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It doesn't have a shark. Also, yeah, no shark. But yeah, so... Um, uh. Schneider decided to do a movie about an attack helicopter to get away from this instead. The Shark of the Sky. Yes. So, <laughs> Blue Thunder. He made Blue Thunder instead of Jaws 3. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So, I know, uh, Jessica, you do have some numbers and figures and things like that. You yeah. Wanna, you want to go through those? Yeah, so just... Um... So we've talked about the movie and how we feel about it. So let's talk about, uh, kind of based on the numbers, how everybody else feels about it. Fact talk. So, fact Boy talk. <laughs> Shut up. Accountantville. Uh, Population Jessica. I, no. Um, so the budget to make the movie was estimated at $20,500,000. And... <laughs> I feel like they did not actually use that much. They had a lot of money towards catering or something. (laughs) There's no way. The shark had to eat a lot. They paid all that money just to use SeaWorld. And then the bribe SeaWorld let them keep it. That's what it was, the bribe afterwards. Yeah. Guys, look, right? We know this is not going to look good for you. Here is $15 million. Yeah, that's probably what it was. So opening weekend, um, the movie was released on July 22nd, 1983. Um, the first weekend, it ranked number one in the bo- box offices. That's it insane. opened in 1,300 theaters and made $13,422,500. And some real boring accountant talk. I'm going to jump in. Okay. For the inflation, just double these numbers. So it cost roughly $40 million plus to make. So all these numbers have doubled over the last yeah. 26 wow. years. So. <clears throat> so total gross... Domestic and worldwide for the movie was forty five thousand five hundred seventeen. So it made back forty five thousand or forty five million. Forty five million. Sorry. Okay. Five hundred seventeen thousand fifty five dollars. My number said it made like eighty eight million. Well, that's by Did today. you inflate? Uh, I'm doing it by eighty. Oh, maybe I did inflate. Yeah. 
So I'm doing about 1983 numbers. So that year, um, there was 163 movies came out that year. Um, so out of the 163, Jeremy already knows, so I can't ask him, but Brad, what did Jaws 3D rank out of 163? You said it made 40, and this is talking about money-wise? Yeah. Well, so this is the ranking of, you know, obviously, for the yearly. What it made. Yeah. I'm going to say it made, or was in the, like, top 40. It was in the top 40. You want to try it? An actual number? Yeah, just get, throw out a number. 32. No. So, this movie ranked number 15 out of 163 movies. Wow. It, yeah. So, as bad as we thought it was, we were well, We've had 20-something years. So, of, oh, no, wait. Yes, 20 years. Yeah. We've had a long time. So movies here's, gotten here's better. the other thing, though. So, just to... Not to jump in on your stuff, but I, I, I think this one is really interesting. So, this is the... You know, there's some other really great movies that come out this year. Or really um, popular yeah. in the pop culture, like high-ranking movies. So the number Sharknado? one movie for the year was Return of the Jedi. It's okay. I saw that. Also, so also a third. So the, yeah. So in the original movie was the year of the thirds. Yep. Um, you had Return of the Jedi, which is the third in. It the series you had um jaws 3d superman 3 amityville 3d Smokey and the bandit 3 friday the 13th 3 and rocky 3 was re-released year of the threes yep that i saw almost none of three <laughs> year of the third yeah so um so top five movies for the year was return of the jedi um, that one made, if I remember correctly, $202 million. Made a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, Terms of Endearment, which was not even released until the end of November. So it had a month to make $180 something million. Never saw it. Don't even know what it's about. I don't either. Flashdance was number three. That's Trading about a Spaces. <laughs> what if that's the girl? Whoa. Trading Spaces was number four, okay, and that was War great. Games was number five. I've seen two, and I know what three of them are about. <laughs> there we go. Um, Four games of Mormon Ferris Bueller. Yeah, so, yes. final okay. fun fact. This was a Universal Studios movie, and it was the highest-ranking Universal Studios movie of that year. So, in the 15th place was the first time Universal hit the spot. Yeah. Way to go, Universal, I guess. Yeah. Yay, good for you guys. This is really something to put a feather cool. in your hat over right here. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, so I think we hit we hit everything pretty well here. Yeah. Um, oh, let's, well, I mentioned it earlier, but we're done. no. Okay. I'm kidding, go ahead. Um so this shark good is, day. The shark is supposed to be thirty five feet long. The largest verified great white shark was his name is Deep Blue and he's twenty feet. The largest unverified um shark on record was 23 feet and his name is submarine and he was spotted back in the 80s but there have been inflation. claims inflation shark that's, that's right there have been claims of sharks up to 30 feet but um they may have been confused for basking sharks because they have a yeah. similar anatomy cool those are my fun facts fun facts fun facts facts that are fun <laughs> all right so all right all of a sudden uh, we talked 
at great length about this movie. Great length. Let's let's get let's get to some rankings here. All right. So food. Uh, today we're gonna say on a scale of one to five shark bites. Where do you rank your food? The whole right. meal, or are we just gonna go with each piece of the food? I think the whole meal. Like, let's do the experience. So, the, let's start with the tomatoes. No, no we're not gonna do that. So, so, the whole, the whole, the whole enchilada. I'm gonna go four. Four shark bites. Those fries were bland. Yeah, uh, so bland. Yep, I got you. Atmosphere was awesome. Burgers were amazing. Staff was great. Fries were crispy. Just need some seasoning. Any seasoning. Yeah, I got you, Jess. Um, I'm gonna go probably about a four two because four point two. Okay, no, decimals in a this. four as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the submarine. It was just, was this a submergible sandwich? Yeah, it was a submergible sandwich, but there was no sauce on it, so it was very dry. Okay, it was, it was like dry, but it was wet at the same time because of all the mm, grease from, from the onions and the hamburger meat. Maybe even moist. Yeah. Oh, the bun one. was moist. <laughs> the bun was moist. It's <laughs> my attempt at AS, ASMR. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so if you are giving a four out of five shot. Yeah, I had salt and pepper in my fries <clears throat> and I enjoyed them, so that was good. I did the same. I saw in purpose. So here's my. I I, I am going to give a decimal. Uh, I enjoyed my food. Uh, I'm going to give a three point seven five. Oh Jesus Christ! Here's why. Um, fries are pretty important. Damn, hater. Wow. I can't have an opinion. He didn't, he didn't interrupt you. I know. Fries. So for me, fries are, are pretty important. Like there, there's a lot of times I will base a decision on a meal of what what are their fries like. Um, so for me, like I, I enjoy that they were cooked very well. They were crisp. They were nice, but I need some. Give me some seasoning. I put salt and pepper on there, but you know, it didn't. I, I need something more on there. But uh, overall, great experience food wise. Mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend going there. So if you are ever in White House, Tennessee, and you want to go, what? I was asking why would you be in White House? Oh, I don't know. Um. But if you were ever there, wanted to get a really good burger, uh, I would highly recommend Jaws Jumbo Burger. Look it up. Go there. Get some good food. If we so, ever have an audience in White House and you want to send hate for that comment, you can uh, put that at Brad because I'm the one that said it. <laughs> <laughs> Did yes. we say our names at the beginning? Oh, I am Jeremy. Yeah, we said our names. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, all right, so... Yes. So okay. pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good consensus and, and fair judgments on food. Let's talk about the movie. So same scale, one to five shark bites. Jess, where do you rank it? I'm gonna give it like a two. Okay. Yeah, my bite radius is about a two. Okay. As the experience or just the movie? I mean, same thing as the food. Like, let's do the whole thing. I mean, well, the experience involves all of this. Oh, well, this is the movie. Oh, that's a two. That's a two. All right. I mean, it's the greatest Jaws movie I've ever seen. Clearly, so it's also the worst Jaws movie you've ever seen. That's why it got a two. That's fair. Okay. Um, you know what? I, I'm actually I'm I'm the same. Like, I if you have not seen it, I would say see it. Um, 
Watch it. Stay for the Sea World. Leave for everything else. Um, yeah. So that to you all around. Cool. I've seen worse things, but I've seen so many more better things. All right. So uh, we're gonna pick out what our what movie we're gonna watch next. All right. How we're gonna do that is so we can each have an equal shot of watching a movie that we hate or know nothing about so we're gonna put we got a group of movies i believe it's 10 to 13 mm-hmm. and a hat well we forgot the hat so we have our movies in a cup <laughs> and so <clears throat> jeremiah yep. is gonna shake it whatever he pulls out is what we're gonna watch next all right let's see what we're gonna and do and we'll figure out the food at some point. That's what that's the teaser, right? So that you gotta tune in next time to see where we go eat. Alright. So let's see what we're gonna do. You unfold this paper here. Alright. You guys ready for this? Yeah. No. <laughs> we're going so from nineteen eighty three, fast forward to the next decade. The early 90s. Okay. We're watching a made-for-TV movie, I think. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Yeah, so guys, we're going to be watching Stephen King's It. I like that movie. Oh, God, it's so long. It was back when they did miniseries. (laughs) It's so long. Yeah. So... We're going to watch Stephen King's It. We're going to figure out where we're going to go eat. Um, Tune in next time to figure out or to see where we go and where that ties in. We're figuring it out as soon as we figure it out. (laughs) You guys will know when we know. Trust us. You'll be the first. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to watch Stephen King's It. And And for clarification, this isn't the remake. This is the original with John Ritter. This is not the new one. The Tim Curry. Tim, yes, Tim yeah. Curry, Pennywise, the amazing John Ritter. Tim Curry. Yes. Cool. I'm excited. Have you seen the movie? I have. Okay. Just, I mean, he has. Brad seen. is not excited. Brad knows how long this movie is from when he watched it as a kid. I like it. Yeah, it's great. We're going to have fun. And we'll have fun. On that, uh, we thank you guys for listening. Um, want to say thank you to Brad. Thank you to Jessica. This has been a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to doing this uh, a lot more because, you know, this is not our first episode. We've done like a million already. This is our first. In here. In our hearts. We've done this a lot. We've been doing this our whole lives. Remember, direct all uh, praise and hate to a mouthful of movies on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, look us up on Twitter. Tell us what you think. Uh, Feel free to subscribe on all your usual podcast channels. Um, We are on Twitter, yeah. (laughs) Jessica, do you have Twitter? I don't have Twitter. You've been tweeting like crazy. I don't know if you know this or not. <laughs> no. It's, you should watch your mouth on there. Okay. It's insane. So check us out at Mouthful of Movies on Twitter. Um, as we get this show rolling and off the ground and whatnot, we'll probably do like Facebook and all this good stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard Google Plus has something now. We should try that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that made me snot. Um, yeah, so with that reg- in that regard, I hope that your bellies are always full, your eyes are always satiated with good movies, 
Maybe you should rethink this. And... We'll figure this out as yeah. we go. But anyways, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Have a good one. Okay, bye. Bye.